0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. dot com slash forever 35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince dot com slash forever 35 hello and welcome to forever 35 a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves i'm kate spencer
0: and i'm dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.
1: This is true. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability.
0: And please do remember, we are not experts, no matter how much we pretend to be. We're just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support, support, (laughs) seek support, seek support. First and foremost from a doctor and or mental mental health professional as needed. Wow. I cannot talk tonight. That's
1: like normally my issue, but you know what? It's okay. Everybody stumbles over a word now and then.
0: You're just, you know, you're just influencing me.
1: That's right. I'm an influencer.
0: You are. You really are.
1: Well, if you would like to reach us, you can text us or leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390 or you can send us
0: an email at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can do that. And you can also visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod and on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group and the, the voluminous, the multitudinous spinoffs. The password to the main group is Serums. Once you're in the main group, you can join any of the spinoffs. It's, it's, a, it's a party, truly.
1: Truly a party. Uh, Dory, just wanted to pop over to our text messages to see what was going on over there. And someone just sent me a photo of today's New York Times tiles puzzle. So (gasps) they said it was very hard. I said, I need to ask Kate if she's done today's tiles yet. It's so hard. I haven't done it yet. I'm still struggling with the spelling bee. But this is the kind of fun text conversation we can have. (laughs) Send me a text about tiles, Uh, about any puzzle you're doing. They come to my email, but I share them with Dory, and
0: it's true she does. We
1: do love getting them. All right, well, Dory.
0: Yes, Kate.
1: I have been feeling like a boat without an anchor lately. Mm. It's starting every to,
0: boat needs an anchor.
1: I mean, do boats all do all boats have anchor? Maybe a boat without a rudder. I don't know. A boat without a sail.
0: Yeah, a boat yeah, without one of the the. the what are those, what are the ropes that you tie to the dock? You know what I'm talking about?
1: I do, but I don't know boats well enough to really... Yeah, I don't either. I would anyway, just call that the rope you tie to the dock.
0: I hear what you're saying. I understand. What are? How are you coping? What are well, you doing to cope?
1: Okay. Well, I want, first of all, I just want to say that I realize that this has become a redundant topic from yours truly, that every time we check into this podcast... I'm like, oh, I'm just I'm floating on a sea of malaise. Like I just am in it. I don't I don't know how to get out. But I did. I think part of it was that I part of it is it's very hard for me to focus. I have our days are just so kind of like structureless and confusing. And it's very, you know, with with my my brain, the way it is, it's very hard for me to kind of even like process stuff and stay on top of stuff. So I dug up my old bullet journal. I dusted off. Well, I was like, I need to start writing. I need to have a notebook with me whenever I'm in front of my computer or just have one around so that I can really jot down the stuff that needs to get done because I just, I don't remember. And I was selecting a notebook because, you know, I have approximately 300 notebooks that have like two pages of stuff written in them and then the rest are blank. We mm. all, we all have this notebook mm-hmm. collection, right? Oh yes, yeah. we sure do. Like I've been moving some of these notebooks around since college, you know? Like totally. Totally. So the one I dusted off was it turns out the bullet journal that I had started in fall 2017. OMG. So I picked up this old bullet journal, it kind of the last time I wrote in it was May 2018. So it's, it was kind of hilarious. It was like all early podcast to-dos, which was really funny. That's amazing. Like what? It was like potential podcast guests and then like a list of people. It was like prepare oh my Maureen Gu's episode. And Maureen was a guest of ours in like May of 2000. Like Maureen's been on the podcast two times, but her first time was at like May 2018 so it's just, it was just weird, like, and I, just going back and looking at this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's my gosh. so funny. So it was a bit of a time capsule. And yeah. then I was like, oh, you know, I should be keeping these to-do lists because it is kind of fun to look back on them and see what I was doing. Yeah, that's really fun. So and then I did. I wrote down a bunch of my to-dos and then I took some notes for a meeting I had for my kids' school. And I was like, oh, this, this feels good to just kind of have this all in, in one place. I'm gonna That's keep, awesome. I'm gonna try keep trying this. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Dory, I also just want to give a shout out to a pen. Great. I love a pen shout out. You know how we do this podcast. You gotta shout yep. out a pen. Yeah. When, yep. when, when Jed Hatmaker was on our show earlier this year, she recommended. She she's a writer, downer of things, and she said she's never without the bic crystal pen. Just, okay. It's, it's like. Your most basic looking ballpoint pen. It's amazing. I'm now like obsessed wow. with this. Yeah, it's just really nice. It writes really smoothly. It doesn't smudge. Like I've done, gone through so many ink pens and gel ink and liquid gel and pen tells and all yeah. those pens. So much smudging. This ballpoint pen is just delicious. Wow. Okay. Couldn't be more basic. I just, it's like the CeraVe of pens. I just love it the
0: CeraVe of pens.
1: <laughs> she recommended it. And I went out, I was like yeah. at Staples and I bought a box or I ordered a box. I can't remember. And now, now I'm very devoted to this Bic crystal. So shout out to Bic. You really make a great pen.
0: <laughs> hashtag not an ad. <laughs>
1: hashtag not an ad, but hashtag send me pens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh do, anyway, Dore, I saw that you were to-do listing again. And I'm wondering if like are we just is that helping us stay grounded during corona?
0: Maybe. I just like I I have just felt like I've had so much kind of not even self-care, but like maintenance-y things to do. Mm-hmm. Like mail this package, uh deposit this check the like etc just kind of pick up bo's dog food from petco like <laughs> you know what i mean like that kind of stuff that honestly if i don't write it down i will forget that's
1: exactly how i feel if it's not if it's not written down somewhere it's gone
0: yes exactly so i scrawled out a big to-do list because i had a chunk of time today where i was like okay i could knock out a bunch of these errands, and. I'm happy to say that I got almost all of them done. And the one that I didn't get done was for a reason because it involved going to the UPS store. And then I found out this morning that something else was, I was going to have to go back to the UPS store if I went Mm -hmm. today. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to save it. I'm going to go when I have all the things I need to take to the UPS store. Um, Can I also, but then I was like, I need I need a notepad that is better than just this scrap of paper that I'm scrawling this on. So I bought on Amazon a 3 pack of to-do list notepads.
1: Wait a second, I've never heard of such a thing. Googling away to-do list notepads.
0: Um and they arrive tomorrow so i i i can't speak to them quite yet but i thought it would be nice to just have something that was really like here's your to-do list (laughs)
1: well isn't this an intriguing option right
0: they're really cute yeah this is interesting dory they're like- small. I can carry it around with me. As the description says, your daily to-do list fits neatly in a coat pocket or purse, yet it provides plenty of room for goals, meeting notes, and action items. Oh, well, thank you, to-do lists. <laughs> Aren't you helpful? <sighs> are they magnetic? Um, they are not magnetic. They, magnetic ones exist. I debated getting a magnetic one and decided against it. Uh, I might change my mind in the future, but for now I'm going to go with the non-magnetic one.
1: Well, I can't wait to hear how this works out for you. And how just it- like
0: I did not go, I did not go with a sticky note style one either.
1: Ooh, I debated yeah.
0: that as I debated that as well, but I, I didn't go that, that route.
1: Those always get kind of like stuck together and crumbled.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, also, I know this is something you did a few weeks ago, but I got a flu shot.
1: Oh, yeah. Check yeah. that box off your to-do list. Totally. Totally checked off. Feeling so that good was taking exciting. care of your health. Exactly.
0: Um, also, I just want to mention so many people wrote in with office chair suggestions. And I'm, I just want to say that I did order a new one, but it has not arrived yet. And what did and you I, order? I went with a steel case, which was a brand that was recommended by so many people. We had like chair experts right in. It we did. Very, it was really cool. We had someone who runs her family's chair company, right? Yes. In.
1: Yes. I, we, I compiled it. A lot of the text messages into a document, and sent them to Tori. Yeah.
0: Actually you sent them to me like literally hours after I had pulled the trigger on this oh, chair, so but sorry. I was, I was, but I was gratified to learn that my choice was one that had been suggested by so many people. Mm-hmm. So I got the steel case series one. I found it being sold by like an office furniture place in Texas that had a 20 percent off coupon. Love the internet. Um, And yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that works out for me because my back is kind of killing me. And I think it's because of the chair I'm sitting on. So I'm hoping that the steel case will remedy that situation. Oh, I do too. I hope it's the chair of your dreams. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kate.
1: (sighs) Well, should we take a little break? Mm, Let's do it. We've got a lot of fun check-ins from listeners. So, oh, we we'll be right we sure do. back. All right.
2: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
1: perfect white cotton t-shirt from quince Mm. but it was a little chilly out so i threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince
0: Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay like they
1: have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that i feel like keep me looking i'm gonna toot my own horn effortlessly chic Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, Even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at com slash F35. That's com slash F35.
0: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them, and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Okie dokie. We're back. We got a text
1: that was so educational. (laughs) I'm so excited to share it with everyone. Ah! This is from a listener of ours in Atlanta. They write, hi, Kate and Dory. I found this really awesome skincare tool that I wanted to share with the Forever 35 community. It's called Skin School and school is spelled S-K-O-O-L. And you basically enter the name of an expensive product that you like and can't afford. And it finds you a cheaper dupe within seconds. Skinschoolbeauty.com. Anyway, I hope you guys love it as much as I do. Okay. So I got this, we got this text and then I immediately was like, all right, this is a great suggestion. Let me check this uh, website out. (laughs) It is freaking amazing. And I do not know how we did not know about this.
0: Yeah. This seems like like something that would have been right up our alley. I, I don't know what rock we
1: have been living under. But this site is so great. Like, for example, I, I so I started immediately, like, putting in all the most expensive products that, you know, we, we know of. So I put in Biologique Recherche Lotion P50, hot product, a cult favorite. Well, yep, yep, as, yep. Dis- as discussed on last year's Dupes episode, Tart's Knockout Tingling Treatment Gets a 93% match mm. score. Oh, they do like a percentage match. Percentage. And what was interesting is that some products did not have a comparable item. Mm. Um, I looked up, I'm trying to think of, I looked up, for example, um, there's a product I really love by Josh Rosebrook. It's this hydrating accelerator. And I believe, hold on, I'm just running it again. Yeah. Okay. So I love this product. Like this is a product that I will keep buying forever. It's a delicious mist by Josh Rosebrook, who is lovely. And it says for the hydrating accelerator, there's no dupe worthy match at the moment. Wow. So that I was like, oh, wow, this product really stands on its own. (laughs) There is a very interesting like Vintner's daughter dupe. I mean, just like you could spend hours on this site. So- This was a thrill. Listener, thank you. This is an amazing recommendation. It's really fun. I I don't know who runs it. I will click on the say hello tab later this week and send them a message. But this is just, it's fantastic.
0: Wow. Thank you, listener.
1: Yeah. Great. Hot tip.
0: Very hot tip. All right. Shall I read this next text? Yeah, because this is another hot tip. Okay. Hi, Cat and I Had to pause the pod to recommend a moisturizing face cream that met all of Sophia Herzog's requirements. She is inspiring, by the way. She is inspiring. A Cure Radically Rejuvenating Whipped Night Cream. It is vegan, parabate, sulfate, and cruelty-free. It's well-priced. I use it during the day under sunscreen. I live in Canada, and it keeps my face hydrated in the cold winters and also had helped soothe my mask face. I'm in healthcare. And if you need any other reason to try it, it's also the moisturizer that AOC used in her Vogue Beauty video. I mean, right? Oh, sorry. Uh, There's an important PS here. Oh,
1: gosh. Jeez.
0: Congrats, Kate, on your upcoming novel. Can't wait to read both of your books.
1: Oh, thank you, listener.
0: (laughs) Can't believe you tried to just skip over the PS. Oh, I'm bashful. I'm a little shy. Bashful.
1: I'm a bashful Betty. (laughs) okay so yay i'm gonna try this one yeah this looks this sounds great i gotta slow my roll i feel like my medicine cabinet is just like full of creams you love a cream you love a
0: mist you love a cream i love an oil i love all of it you love a mask
1: I kind of think of myself as like a person who likes a fine wine, but my fine wine is skincare, I think is what's happened here. But You know,
0: it's funny. I'm the Taurus here of the two of us, and yet you have a lot of Taurian tendencies.
1: What, what does that mean? Do Tauruses love skincare?
0: Tauruses just love earthly delights. Oh. We are a sensual sign. Go on. No wonder your, hotel, just-
1: your hotel stories are so
0: erotic. Well, I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> They're fantasies, what can I say? Um no, that's what that's Taurus is. Taurus is like the good life. Is your husband a Taurus? No, he's a Leo.
1: Oh, oh well he's very Leo-y.
0: He is very Leonine.
1: Anyway. I do love um I do love things.
0: But it yeah. sounds
1: terrible. Like C- consumerism is right up my alley unfortunately
0: hey i i hear you you get I it i hear you i do i get it but this is a
1: great and also i would say like price price point on a cure excellent oh totally aoc
0: endorsed i'm down Not yeah i mean you. like this this really hits like every possible note yeah you nailed it because
1: we were both stumped on this question so thank you for this yeah listener All right, next text, story. This person writes, I have a question. I recently put on mascara for the first time in literally months and found that the Maybelline Classic Pink and Green Great Lash, which used to be not enough bang for the buck for me, and I would layer it with other mascaras, now seems just right. What product did you used to think did not do enough that you now feel like is just right for your lockdown life? That is a
0: fascinating question.
1: Yeah, it is, isn't it? I love it. Are
0: there things that you've like gone back to? Yeah, you know what? I kind of
1: disregarded the Glossier um, Superdue. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I've been reviving it in quarantine. Okay. I've been been giving it another chance. I still like the Ilia skin tint um, better. But, in terms of just like, oh, I just want like just for me, I just want my skin to just look like a little little nicer than normal today, yep, the a little great right? a little like juged up. How about yep. you is there Is there something that you normally like passed over that you're actually like, "Oh, welcome back
0: well i I feel like I'm experiencing the opposite, where you know, I wear makeup so infrequently now that now, when I do put it on, I feel. Like I'm putting on clown makeup.
1: I, 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 had, I put on makeup today for some Zooms and that's, it felt like I was, yes, like going to a ball.
0: Yes. Like I feel like I look garish. So I don't know. There's nothing that felt like too much that now feels perfect. It's more like what used to feel perfect now feels like too much.
1: You mean nothing that feels like too little?
0: Because this person's asking, what product did you used to think did not do enough? Oh, all right. Did not do enough. And now, yes. f- right. So, okay. So I kind of flipped it. I, I feel like, I, I don't know. There's nothing that I feel like did too little that I still have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To go back to. I will say I love but this. It, but it does feel mascara. like everything that I thought, everything that I thought was perfect now feels not perfect. I, I will say like putting blush on, it
1: feels like I have streaks on my face. Like I yes. can't,
0: it doesn't yes, look Yes, and normal. I feel like every time right. I put on blush, my husband is like, are you wearing blush? Which like <laughs> doesn't help. <laughs> no, the
1: asking if you're wearing makeup question. Never a good sign. <laughs> well, it's also, it's also like, you know I'm wearing makeup. Like right, why are totally. you? Totally. This is
0: a rhetorical question. it is kind of rude, <sighs> and it's intended to make you feel bad for putting on makeup,
1: yeah, stop it,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know who I'm yelling at, but
1: anyway, I love this question. This is a fun this is a really fun question. I wonder if any listeners have answers
0: yeah i'd love to I'd love to hear
1: I've been wearing the Elia mascara a lot, which i which I would normally just like i i, I, I I don't know, I, I don't wear mascara that often, but that also I feel like is just like a really nice everyday thing that I mm-hmm. that I have a I have more of an appreciation for is like a really mm-hmm. great daily mascara. All right. Mm-hmm. We've got a voicemail b- before we take another break here. We sure
0: do. Hey Cat and Um I am calling
3: because I kind of I, I think I need some advice. Um, I recently lost my mother. Uh, she passed away last week. Um, and so I'm kind of going through the grieving process and it's, it's complicated. Like I'm sure it is for many people. Um, but my mom was an addict. She had a uh, really intense substance abuse issues. And so she's been kind of in and out of my life for many years. And for context, I'm, I'm 26. Uh, yeah, like I said, she's kind of been in and out of my life. It, it was a very complicated and negative relationship in a lot of ways. And so I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of confused in the grieving process of trying to hold all those complexities at the same time, um, because it is still, you know, while this is, um, God, sorry, I'm totally losing my train of thought. It's a complicated loss. And while, you know, a lot of really, bad things happened between us. She was still my mom, you know, and I'm I'm trying to kind of unpack that and sit with all of it at the same time. Um so if you have any advice for moving through that complicated grief process, I would super appreciate it. Um love the show. Totally trust your guys' uh insights and opinions and advice. So thanks in advance.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah.
3: That's really um, tough.
1: Yeah, that is really, it's really hard. And, you know, I lost my mom. I was 27. And I, you know, I, I, you may or may not know that I have written a whole book about it. But I will say that I had a very straightforward relationship with my mother and it was very um, positive. So it was not like, a, it was not as complex, I think. And, and that can be really different and really challenging. Um, do you mind if I just hop in and recommend some book
0: story? No, please okay. go, go for it. So
1: um, so listener, I, I found a lot of solace in, in books, um, even though nothing is ever, I think, going to completely capture exactly what your experience was. Motherless Daughters is a great place to start. It's by Hope Edelman. It's kind of like the classic book for people with dead moms. Um, or, mm-hmm. or people who have been abandoned by, by moms or no mm-hmm. longer have relationships. I mean, it's not just having a dead mother, but, but it does deal with all different kinds of mother daughter relationships. Um, and so, uh, that might be a really interesting, and it's a lot of people sharing their stories. There's also a large community of motherless people affiliated around that book that, um, is, you know, if you give it a Google, that'll come up, um, The website Modern Loss, which is all about grief, is an amazing resource, and they have a lovely book called Modern Loss: Candid Conversations About Grief. I am in also wrote an essay in that book. This is not me trying to plug all my grief writing, but that's a great. They're just they're an incredible resource. um, And just click on over to their website, and you will find community. And I think Claire Bidwell Smith is another writer who's also a grief counselor. I mean, grief expert, let's say she's written a bunch of books about her own experience with losing her parents and and about grief. And she's got a, a really big online presence. So I think there are a lot of, I would, I would seek out communities of people who have experienced what you've gone through. Um, there are, I know right now meeting in person with a grief support group is hard, but, um, Online grief support groups might be a thing. I don't know where you're located, but our house here in Los Angeles is a great resource for grief support. Um, but finding people, I think, who can empathize is really important. And that can take a lot of time and can be very hard. I felt very isolated after my, I lost my mom. So perhaps there are other listeners out there who could hook you up.
0: Uh, may I make a suggestion? Get into it. Lister, first of all, I'm very, I'm also very sorry for your loss. That sounds like a really just tough, tough, tough situation. Um, I have another book suggestion. My friend Anya Yurchishin wrote a book called My Dead Parents. Yes. Um, that you might find comforting. Uh, her mother also struggled with. Um, her mother struggled with alcohol abuse and died of alcohol abuse. And she had a really complicated relationship with her mother and her father died when she was in high school. And she also had a complicated relationship with him. And it's kind of about rediscovering um, the early days of their relationship through her mother's papers and photographs and sort of re reframing the narrative of, of who her parents were and what their relationship was um and it's a really really beautifully written book and um Anya's an old old dear friend so i'm obviously biased but i i think her book is really wonderful i would also like to suggest if you haven't already to seek out pro- to possibly seek out a nar anon group um which is like al anon but i think they focus more on people um on friends and family of people with substance abuse issues. Um, They, you know, people there, you might find some community and fellowship with people in one of those groups who might be dealing with similar issues. And I know people have found those groups to be really helpful. I have personally never attended one, but um, I've, I've heard that people have found them to be really supportive and helpful. That's a great and also, I hope, I hope that you have a good therapist. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: And, and um, support system.
0: Yeah. I, I
1: would also say that grief is, is a slog and it, it took me a few years to start to feel like I was functioning. Normal is the wrong word, but in kind of a way that felt c- coherent mm-hmm. and, you know, yourself, your own self-care practice. Like for me, my self-care was reading Twilight and Twilight fan fiction. That was it. Like that got me out of a lot of my grief. It didn't get me out of my grief, but it helped me in my grief. So, you know, your self-care might is going to look different from the next person's, but whatever is, yeah. whatever makes you feel good and, and cared for and gives you some solace, I think is great. Yeah. We'll be thinking of you. Yeah. We're both sending lots of love your way.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Should we take another quick break? Yes. All right.
1: You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you.
0: Okay, we're back with some more tips and tricks from our beloved listeners.
2: Hey guys, it's your early morning flosser friend. I was calling back to answer your follow-up question. Uh, I typically go to bed by around 9 p.m., so seven hours is my kind of sweet spot of of sleep to get and um, in terms of how I, if I've always gone to bed early or not, it was a process because for years I had an 11, 11.30 p.m. bedtime, um, but I just decided it's a term it's it's prioritization really. I want to work out for my mental and physical health, and I knew that if I got up early and got it done, then I could be back and breakfast for my husband and and I work from home but then I can be there when he gets home from work and have the evening time with him instead of running to the gym so it was just a commitment I had to make and um at first it was hard I do take a melatonin supplement during the week and that helps a lot and I cycle off of it on the weekends and then um, yeah, just kind of with commitment and practice of it, my body now, after my last meal of the day, I can feel my body getting tired and knowing it's sleepy time. And it kind of took training my husband, too. Uh, at first, he would kind of get irritated that I was going to sleep so early. But now he's seen the payoff and, and respects my commitment. And um, so when it's sleepy time for me, he'll put headphones on go to another room and read and it just it works now so prioritization commitment and and now i've had to kind of reframe and it goes from something i have to do i have to get up early now i really like my time in the morning to have my breakfast and do my journaling and get my workout done and then it sets a great time for the day and i'm done with that and i can focus on everything else so it was a good reframing of the narrative too. So, anyway, that's all. And uh, hope y'all have a great week. And I will look forward to more pods this week. Have a good one. Bye.
1: Aw, it's our flossing correspondent. Our floss correspondent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for, for reaching back out, yeah, Floss Correspondent. Floss
1: Correspondent. <laughs> um, I love the early morning rise in theory, so I, it's like a fantasy of mine to be an early riser. We had a lot of people who have, have worked on the early morning rise. They ask, say, you are asking on Mini App 140 how the early risers out there do it. Well, I'm one of them, and I think it can be learned. I became an early riser out of necessity during internal medicine residency, where my day started in the hospital around 5.30 a.m. and ended around 6.30 a.m. Now I'm out of training and my hours are less insane, but I still get up early around five every day. My tips are start by getting up in the morning. Alarm set, no snoozing, just get out of bed, drink a gallon of coffee, sorry, door, and start the day. (laughs) No naps. Keep the same schedule on the weekends. As tempting as it is to cozy up and sleep in, don't do it. It'll just fuck up your internal alarm clock and set you back. That's it. Eventually, you'll be so exhausted that the early bedtime will just happen. You're right. I don't get as much free time at night as my son's bedtime is also early. We eat dinner after our kid goes to bed at 630. He's only 10 months. Then I get an hour to myself to read, watch a TV show, et cetera. At 8, I start my skincare routine at bed t- and bedtime stuff. By 830, I get in bed, turn on the Calm app for a good train story, and pass out. Good luck. Hmm. listeners doing like all of the things I aspire to do, a train story. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: I like, I mean, this is, this is all great advice. So much easier said than done. I know. Which brings us to our activity of the day,
1: Dory. Excuse me, activity of the week, activity of, of however long you want. Okay, great. Here's just a suggestion from me. let's all just try it. Just okay. wake up or wake up a little earlier one day this week. Just one How early? Oh, we're all gonna wake up at four a m. <laughs> we're all gonna meditate, journal uh, uh... do do like uh do a nice leisurely walk No, I would say like. For me and my like, if I just set my alarm clock like fifteen minutes earlier than I normally do, it still shifts something. So mm. I don't know. Give yourself like, if you normally wake up at eight a.m., set it for seven forty-five. Okay, just all see right. what happens.
0: Just for fun, just for funsies,
1: just for like, listen, why not experiment? We're all in the middle of, we're all at home, most of us. Let's see what happens. Um. You can always roll back over and go to sleep.
0: Okay. I will, I will try this. Okay. All right.
1: Well, tell me how it goes. You already get up early. I see your emails at seven twenty in the morning.
0: You know, I get up at six 30, just my body just wakes up at six 30.
1: That's, that's about when I'm waking up too.
0: So well, see you in say the morning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, <sighs> that does, that does it for, for us. It does. It does. All right. Thanks, everybody. Kate, it's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Okay, bye.